Are you considering investing in a new roof? Then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Houston Roofer Podcast, where we take a deep dive into the roofing industry and provide you with the latest industry trends, informative interviews, answer all of your roofing questions, and provide a buyer's guide for your next roofing project so that you can be confident in the decision that you're making. Now, here's your host. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Houston Roofer. And today I'm here with Joel, and we are going to be talking about how to pick a reputable roofing company because there's so many companies out there. And I think it's really important for consumers to have a clear understanding on what are some of the questions that they need to be asking and how do they really go about making the right decision so that they can feel good about it and they can get the best job done that they need and they get their needs fulfilled for the type of exact roof that really makes sense for their budget. It makes sense for their home. It makes sense for their lifestyle all of those things. So Joel, I know that you are the perfect person to answer this, but you know, there's obviously like thousands of roofers out there and, you know, from a customer viewpoint, it can be really confusing because typically what they're going to do, they're going to go to Google, they're going to type in a keyword. They're going to look for a roofing company or maybe they saw someone driving a truck, whatever it happens to be. But I think that Overall, when you look at every roofer website, a lot of the content, it's going to be the same. It's going to be, oh, free quote, and it's going to be some of the same stuff. So let's really take a deep dive into educating, you know, potential clients when they are in the market to either get their roof replaced or even something minor like roof repairs, or maybe they had storm damage. How do they go about picking a roofer that's reputable? So, you know, let's start with maybe what are some some things that they really need to look for? Yeah, thanks, Temple. So this is obviously really important. This is going to be a quick episode, but we'll go through some really great tips on if you're in that buying decision or nearing there, it can be really overwhelming. So how do you do that? What are some things you can ask them? What are some things you need to make sure that they have? So... To start off, there's certain states that require a license to be a roofer. If you live in one of those states, obviously, I mean, that's really first priority number one. You want to make sure that they have their proper license. So that's going to protect you. And it's just a very important thing to do. For us here in Texas, that's not a requirement yet. We don't have official state licensing for roofing contractors, which it's not ideal for the client, in my opinion. Whereas in Florida or California, there's very strict requirements to then and really hard test. And, you know, there's a lot of vetting that goes into getting that license. And there's a lot of responsibility that goes into maintaining that license. We don't have that here in Texas. So it's a little bit of the Wild West. So it can be even a little more confusing for the homeowner. So, of course, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, Checking out all the reviews is fantastic. That's a good place to start. And then if you're in a state that doesn't require a license, what what do they have? Okay, so getting a, a certification from a manufacturer that says they're manufacturer certified, that's nice. Uh, you definitely want to make sure that they have that. Sometimes that can be pretty easy to get, though. The manufacturer is very happy to give a certification to someone who's going to sell their product. 
So they may not go through the strictest uh, requirements to get that certification. Now, some other things that you could look for, for instance, you know, for us here in Texas, since we know that there's not a state license, we take it upon ourselves to really be as proactive as possible to get the strictest licensing that we possibly can. So there's Roofing Contractors Association of Texas. That's a fantastic organization. They vetted us. It wasn't a pay to play, pay to be a member and get a badge type of thing. They looked at our insurance. They called, you know, made sure that we had the proper insurance. They looked at our reviews. They called some of our homeowners and asked about their experience. They looked at our financials. There was things, a, a real vetting process. So if you're in Texas, make sure that your contractor is a member of RCAT, Roofing Contractor Association of Texas. And we'll be interviewing somebody from RCAT on a later episode. There's another one for here just in Houston, and that's Houston Area Roofing Contractors Association. And so that's specific to Houston, but they're a sub member of RCAT. And again, you know, if you're ever caught waiving a deductible, for instance, you're kicked out of RCAT. There's a lot of things that you can do as a contractor that are a little bit, you know, shady or whatever that will instantly get you kicked out of the organization. So they are strict as to who they allow to be a member. They want it to be a reputable licensing body. And so their requirements are very stringent and that's going to help the client. So RCAT, their HARCA or Houston Area Roofing Contractors Association for us specifically, then they're going to, you want to check your, you know, the manufacturer certification. Now you're going to definitely going to want to check their insurance, ask to see a copy of their insurance. We voluntarily provide that, a copy of their insurance call. You know, big question after that is, do they sub out their work? Do they use subs? What about their insurance? You know, because that's a big question. You could be talking to a roofing company. Yeah, you see their liability, let's say, but they're subbing out their work to who, who are they subbing out their work to? It's a great, fantastic question to ask. What about their reviews? What about their relationship? How long have they worked with that sub? And did they have insurance? This is all things that's going to protect you as the homeowner for, you know, and really guide you in your buying decision. Some other things that to be thoughtful of and that you can look for and that you can ask is you could go on a site like like next door, for instance, and find out who your neighbors have used. That's always a, and ask about their experience because it's a little more personal than just a Google review. So we love next door and that's your neighborhood community. And, you know, we have a lot of great reviews on next door. And, you know, if somebody's taking the time out to say, Hey, neighbors, I use this company. They're fantastic. I think that speaks volumes. And that I think is, is very good. I would say another thing is ask for a list of some roofs that they've done in your area that you can drive by and take a look at. I think, you know, ask even for a couple of homeowners that you could call or, and, you know, any good roofing company is going to have a list like that. And those homeowners are going to be happy to do that. So those are some fantastic, just kind of introductory tips that you could go off. So that's like your Ground one, base research, you know, and, and it's really important. You do a lot of research on where to go eat a good steak. <laughs> so you're reading reviews and things like that. So this is your roof. It's a big, big deal, a big, big purchase. 
So doing your due diligence to make sure that you're sifting through, you know, where it's just not based only on price, who's going to give me the cheapest deal or whose sales pitch is, you know, real glossy, they have it real down. You know, you want to make sure that you're crossing all your T's and dotting all your I's and doing your due diligence. So after you've done all those basic things, make sure they have their certifications and licenses and things like that. Then you're going to want to ask them to come to your home, ask them to come to your property. Okay. When they get there, the first one big clue is, do they do an attic inspection? If you have a residential home, well, do they do an attic inspection? We can just start right there. There's a lot of contractors that don't even come to your home to do an inspection. They're just sending a quote out. Well, that would be a big red flag to me. I would not trust that contractor. Okay. So, because anybody can spit out a number, your home is unique. Your home has unique differences. When we go, we do a 150 point hour long thorough inspection because this is what's going to help us solve this homeowner's issue the best is to know all the details, all the little issues, all the little curves and twists in their valleys. The first thing that we do is we go into the attic and we want to check their ventilation. I think it's a fantastic question to ask your contractor if they understand ventilation. Now, as a homeowner, we'll have a whole episode for ventilation, okay, so that you guys can nerd out and understand the science of how to properly ventilate an attic. 80%, I would say, of the homes in Houston are severely underventilated, okay? Your contractor needs to know the science behind ventilation, and they need to know the net square areas that is uh, scientifically supposed to be as far as your intake and outtake to properly ventilate your attic. Okay. If they can tell you all that accurately, then you're on the right track. And I would continue, you know, that conversation at that point, you're going to want to talk to them about safety and make sure they understand proper OSHA practices, you know, watch, watch them set up the ladder, you know, make sure that they set it up properly. Just little things like that, you know, are going to go a long way. Now I'll just say overall, you're going to have three real different types of companies, okay? You'll have your one little handyman guy, okay? We call him Chuck in a truck, let's say, okay? There's nothing wrong with Chuck. Chuck's a good guy. Everybody needs a Chuck, you know, to come fix a light bulb or something like that, come repair a little thing. Now, when it comes to your roof, that may not be your best option, okay? Because if something goes wrong, that's the kind of person that sometimes... They may not have the proper insurances. They may go out of business. They may not answer their phone. They may move states. They may not be around in four or five years to service that warranty or handle any issues that come up. Okay. Now on the complete other scale, you have your huge mega companies. All right. These are companies doing tons of volume. That's great for them, but it's great to make money and be successful now. But for you as the client, what if you're one of 10 roofs to be installed that day? Okay. Now, how do you know that you're getting the best installer that they have? Or are you getting their 10th best? You know, it's a big consideration. Are you really going to get that personal attention? Are you really going to get that concierge type service from that type of a company? So you really want to find that sweet spot. And, you know, we like to think that's us here at TrueWorks, but that's really what you're looking for. That medium sized company that's big enough 
to handle all the issues properly, but not so big that, you know, you're not the most important thing going on that day for that company, that you're not the VIP of the day, that your roof isn't getting the full attention of all the important people in that company. And so that's a lot of information, but I think that can help some homeowners and business property owners navigate, you know, through some of those decisions. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joel. I mean, I think those are all great tips and things to look out for. I know you you shared a few red flags with us, but like maybe what's like one of the biggest red flags, like where, you know, consumers really need to be like aware of then and be on the alert for, because I think a lot of people, they may not have you know, the best intentions, they may not have licenses, but they might be good at bluffing about certain things. So what what have you found to be maybe one or two things that are, you know, really big red flags that maybe consumers and customers don't really notice? Yeah, that's an awesome question. So big red flags would be knowing some of the common, I guess, shady practices or tactics that are in the industry that I can kind of share that can help a homeowner or business owner avoid, right? So number one is a common tactic in the industry is to come in with a low price, okay? And then use a bunch of the industry term is change order. So during the roof to say, oh, well, we didn't know about this. We didn't know about this. We didn't know about this, right? And ask for more money. And you're a little bit at their mercy at that point. Let's say all your shingles are off and your roof is exposed and they're saying, well, we need more money because of this, 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 this. Well, what do you do? You can say no and they can leave off your property and you know, you're stuck at that point and you're really at their mercy. And I've heard horror stories about this and, you know, people calling the cops and the cops will come out and say, well, there's really nothing we can do. What they're doing is not illegal. It's maybe immoral we would feel, you know, or unethical, but it's not illegal. And so that's part of that real good thorough inspection is that when we go out, we want to analyze everything properly so that we can estimate to the penny, not give a ballpark number. You know, if you get, let's say you get a ballpark number and it's $25,000, all zeros. That's not to the penny. That's not a well thought, you know, analyzed estimate. That's just a number that spit out. They're hoping, you know, it's lower than the other numbers. You'll sign the deal and then you're going to get hit with change orders. So I would talk to your contractor about change orders and what that, you know, what their practices as far as in regards to that. So, you know, so, so for the, to recap for the audience, like what you're saying is it's not necessarily the lowest offer that, you know, is going to be the best for them to go with because it's really not in reality going to end up being the lowest It's going to be end up being a big headache down the road and unexpected expenses that they didn't plan for versus if someone else, like if you come in and you give them a realistic offer, that's not 25,000, it might be, you know, 45,295, but it's a well thought out quote based on hundreds of different factors that go into compiling the quote. What I've noticed is a lot of consumers where they get into trouble is like they're buying on price and they're not buying on value, right? They're not understanding the fact that, you know, like a Apple that's been sitting in the marketplace for like two weeks 
is not the same as a fresh apple that just came in from the farm, right? They, they, they're not realizing that. And they're just seeing like, oh, well, this apple's on sale for like 39 cents. And the other apple is on sale for 99 cents, right? And I think that these are eye-opening things that they need to open their eyes to really be aware that, you know, if you're just looking to buy a brand new roof, a roof replacement, a roof repair job, whatever it is, based solely on price, you're really doing yourself a big disadvantage because you're going to end up with so much heartache and you might even have to go to court. A lot of things can happen versus going with a company that is reputable that you might have to pay a little bit more for, but at the end of the game, you're actually going to end up saving money. I mean, that's how I see it. Yeah, no, absolutely. We get stories all the time. People, I mean, call me, I had a gentleman call me the other day. We go through a lot of effort to protect someone's property. And it's because it's one of the biggest complaints in the roofing industry. So we analyzed that as a company, all those you know biggest complaints on BBB. And we said, okay, how are we going to be the solution to this issue? So we have a, a netting system called the catch-all. And we'll have someone from catch-all on a further episode talk about that and why that's important and why a homeowner should look for that. But it's the only solution that's really going to catch every nail, right? That's really going to protect your expensive landscaping. And I had a gentleman call me the other day and he he didn't end up going with us over a few thousand dollars. And that's, I don't want to make light of that. It's a lot of money. But he called me in kind of a panic. It was the day of his new install. And he said, Joel, I just don't know what to do. I'm so mad at myself. I didn't go with you guys. I went with the cheaper option. They've destroyed my landscaping. They've destroyed, there's ruts all in my yard. They're using different brands of shingles. I see that they're in different packaging. This was in a, a really nice neighborhood on a very nice high-end house. He said, I probably won't get a warranty, will I? I was like, no, sir. You know, they're, I don't know. I mean, they're using like leftover shingles or something basically on this gentleman's house. And so he just had regret and he said he was going to recommend us to all of his friends and neighbors, even though he didn't end up going with us. And, you know, I mean, that's, I love hearing that, but I felt really bad, you know, because there was nothing I could really do at that point. And we get stories like that a lot and it's, it's unfortunate and it's just, it's a, it's a big purchase. And so when there is a lower price, sometimes it is tempting to go with that option, but it's to your point, long-term, not usually the lowest price. So it just it just seems that way. But when you factor in change orders and when you factor in issues and problems down the road, uh, when you factor in having to replace that roof again, and you know, 10 years after a storm because they didn't use a hail rated roofing system, you know, and you got to pay your deductible, all those things. It ends up that was actually a much more expensive option for you. Yeah. And I just have to say, it's a heartbreaking experience for people who have to go through that, you know, and I think, and I think that you feel that too. And, and, and that's why one of the reasons why, you know, you launched this podcast, Houston Roofer, is to educate people so that they don't make these mistakes and they make informed buying decisions. And I think that, you know, if you're listening to the show right now, like, please share it with your neighbors, share it with other Houston homeowners that you know, and, and those that live in the suburbs, because Two Works Roofing, they go out to all of the surrounding suburbs I and mean, they go to the Woodlands, they go to Sugarland, they go to Conroe, Katy, you know, you name it. And obviously you can check out their website in the show notes, but 
you know, I think this, this has been a really informative, you know, topic to talk about. So Joel, thank you so much for, you know, sharing with our audience, how they can really pick a reputable roofing company. Any last thoughts before you wrap up? Yeah, sure. I have, I have one other just bit of advice. If a company is asking you for a lot of money up front, let's say, you know, 50% down before the material has even been dropped at your doorstep, that would be a big red flag to me. And so I've heard horror stories about people paying a contractor and then the contractor takes off. That would be indicative of like a storm chaser, you know, or something who knocks on your door and, and, and wants your insurance check and, you know, not a trusted local company. Our company policy is that we don't take a penny until after myself or the project manager walks around with the homeowner and the homeowner tells us that they love their new beautiful roof. And that's when payment is due because we haven't earned it until that point. And so we fund everything, not the homeowner paying it, you know, for half for material or whatever. I fund it, we fund it. And then we want to hear that. And then that's when payment is due. And so I just, that's a really important policy for us. So I would search for something like that. And then other than that, at the end of the day, you just want to sit down with the owner or someone, you know, that is responsible for making decisions in the company. And you just want to look them in the eye and you really want to feel a good human connection. Because at the end of the day, after all the certifications and licenses and, you know, education and a great inspection and all that, you just want to know that they're a good person. And it's, it's hard to know, but you have all those good human intuitions. If you feel those little red flags going off, you know, those little, I mean, trust that, you know, and if you're looking at them in the eye and you're like, look, this person is not perfect. I already know this company is not perfect, but if there was an issue, would they come back and fix it? Would they stake their reputation on it? You know, is this the kind of person that's going to ultimately get the job done and do what they say? And, you know, you dive down deep and really get that good feeling about that them as a human, them as an individual. And I think that's the cherry on top to making a fantastic decision when you're trying to hire a, a roofing contractor. So I hope that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Follow your intuition. I love that. I want to just tap on one more thing that you shared because I think it's really important. You know, you shared how Two Works Roofing operates when, when it comes to payment. And I have to say, like, I'm pretty sure that's not really like the norm in the roofing industry, right? So my other question is, in the industry, what is considered the norm when it comes to a client signs up for a new roof? Let's say it's like a $35,000 job. Like, what is the norm that you're seeing industry-wide in, I guess, let's say the Houston or the Texas area? Sure. I mean, I really speak to the norm because all the companies are so different, but I definitely would never hand someone your ACV check, your insurance check or anything like that. I wouldn't sign like a contingency or anything with anybody. I wouldn't ever pay a contractor until material was delivered to my my property or home. And at that point, you know, if they ask for 25% or something like that, I think that's reasonable. And I think that's fine. That wouldn't necessarily be a red flag for me. It's not what we do, but there's a lot of great reputable companies that'll do something along those lines. And I think that's okay. So usually it's like, uh, you know, if it's a multiple day job for like a commercial job or something, it's 25% or 30% upon material delivered. And then you may have uh, 25 or 30% at, at completion. 
And then the remainder would be once you receive your warranty. Okay. So your company warranty, your manufacturer warranty, a final inspection, let's say from a home inspector or engineer, if the you know circumstance calls for that. And that's when the final payment would be due. Yeah, no, thank you so much for sharing that. I just wanted to give everyone a perspective on that as well. So that's important. So thank you so much. And, you know, we're going to be bringing a lot of other interesting episodes, great guests. So make sure that you guys are sharing this with, you know, all of your homeowner friends. And just if anyone's curious to learn more about the roofing industry, like share Eastern Roofer with them. So thank you so much, Joel. Absolutely. Thank you, Dempo. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next show. Thank you for listening to the Houston Roofer podcast. If you found this episode valuable, please subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and take a moment to share it with your friends. Visit our podcast website to listen to all the latest episodes at www.houstonrooferpodcast.com and follow TrueWorks Roofing on social media. Our handle is TrueWorks Roofing and check out our website www.trueworksroofing.com or call us at area code 713-903-ROOF to schedule a roof repair or roof replacement consultation. See you on the next episode.